Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to our inaugural episode of Inner Harmony, a guide to mental well-being. I'm Abigail, your hosting guide on this enlightening journey towards understanding and embracing our mental health. This podcast is designed to be a sanctuary, a place where we can explore the depths of our minds together, learning, understanding, and evolving. Together, we'll venture into a multitude of topics ranging from mental health conditions and their treatments, the impact of stress, the importance of self-care, and much more. Our aim is to provide you with comprehensive insights, applicable tools, and a better understanding of mental health to foster your well-being and enhance the quality of your life. In this first episode, we're starting at the very foundation, with a question that might seem simple, but in fact is deeply significant. What is mental health? Together, we'll unpack this concept, shed light on its importance, and debunk some common misconceptions. We hope that this episode will set the stage for future conversations and inspire a more holistic understanding of mental health. We're thrilled to have you join us on this journey of discovery and growth. Without further ado, let's dive in. What exactly is mental health? Many of us use the term mental health casually, but do we really understand what it means? Mental health, according to the World Health Organization, is not just the absence of mental illness. It's defined as a state of well-being in which an individual realizes his or her own abilities, can cope with the normal stresses of life, can work productively, and is able to make a contribution to his or her community. That's quite a mouthful isn't it? But it encompasses so much. At its core, mental health is about emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. It also determines how we handle stress, relate to others, and make choices. Mental health is essential at every stage of life, from childhood and adolescence, through adulthood and the golden years. So, in essence, being mentally healthy isn't just about not being ill. It's about being able to live one's life in a satisfying, fulfilling, and productive manner, being resilient in the face of life's challenges, and maintaining healthy relationships with others. Remember, it's perfectly okay not to feel okay all the time. After all, we are human and experiencing a range of emotions is a part of our existence. But, when we talk about good mental health, we're speaking about maintaining a generally positive state of mind and having the tools to navigate through life's ups and downs. You see, mental health is integral to living a balanced, fulfilled, and satisfying life. It touches every aspect of our existence, influencing how we manage stress, how we relate to others, and how we make choices, big or small. When we're mentally healthy, we enjoy our life and the people in it. We can be creative, learn new things, and take risks. We're better equipped to bounce back from difficulties and adversity, a quality often referred to as resilience. Mental health is also deeply intertwined with our physical health. There's a significant body of research indicating that mental health disorders can lead to a range of physical complications, from heart disease to weakened immune system among others. So, when we talk about health, 
the conversation is incomplete without addressing mental health. Importantly, prioritizing mental health also contributes to our communities and society at large. Mentally healthy adults are more productive in their work environments, and mentally healthy children are more likely to grow into well-rounded, successful adults. In a nutshell, mental health is not a destination, but a process. It's about how you drive, not where you're going. Prioritizing our mental health allows us to show up as the best possible versions of ourselves for our benefit and the benefit of those around us. Now, it's time to explore an important distinction, that between mental health and mental illness. Understanding this difference is crucial, as it can often be a source of confusion. It's essential to remember that mental health and mental illness are not binary opposites, but rather two related, yet distinct aspects of our overall well-being. Mental health, as we've discussed, is a state of well-being where individuals are able to realize their potential, cope with everyday stresses, work productively, and contribute to their communities. On the other hand, mental illness refers to a wide range of mental health conditions that affect mood, thinking, and behavior. These conditions include depression, anxiety disorders, schizophrenia, eating disorders, and addictive behaviors, among others. Just as someone with poor physical health can still have positive overall health with the right management, someone experiencing a mental illness can, with the right support and treatment, still experience positive mental health. Similarly, it's entirely possible for someone with seemingly perfect mental health to be diagnosed with a mental illness. The absence of a mental illness does not automatically equate to good mental health, and vice versa. Understanding this difference is the first step towards reducing the stigma often associated with mental illness. It also highlights the importance of regular mental health checks, similar to how we get regular checkups for our physical health. We will now shift our focus to the various factors that can influence our mental health. Mental health doesn't exist in a vacuum. It's shaped by a multitude of factors, some of which are within our control and some that are not. It's a complex interplay of biological, psychological, and environmental factors. Biologically, our mental health can be influenced by aspects like genetics and brain chemistry. Studies have shown that mental illnesses such as schizophrenia or bipolar disorder can run in families, suggesting a genetic link. Meanwhile, neurotransmitters, the chemicals that transmit signals in our brain, can also play a role in conditions like depression or anxiety. Psychologically, our personal experiences and the way we interpret them can shape our mental health. Traumatic experiences like abuse or loss can leave a significant impact on our mental health. Similarly, our coping mechanisms, resilience and self-esteem can all contribute to our mental well-being. Lastly, environmental factors can play a big role too. These could be our living conditions, our socioeconomic status, or even our occupation. Chronic stress, social isolation, and discrimination are just a few examples of environmental factors that can negatively affect our mental health. Understanding these influences can be the first step in taking proactive measures towards maintaining good mental health. 
it's essential to remember that it's okay to seek help and support in managing these factors and maintaining our mental health. Now, let's discuss some signs that might indicate a potential mental health issue. First, I'd like to emphasize that this is not an exhaustive list, nor a diagnostic tool, but rather a guide to promoting awareness and understanding. If you or someone you know is experiencing these signs, it's important to reach out to a mental health professional. Changes in emotions. This could be feeling low, anxious, or scared more often than not. It could also mean experiencing sudden mood swings or feeling emotions more intensely than usual. Changes in thoughts. This could mean having excessive fears or worries or extreme feelings of guilt. Experiencing difficulties in concentration decision-making, or remembering things may also be a sign. Changes in behavior. This might involve withdrawing from friends and activities, significant tiredness, low energy, or problem sleeping. Other signs could be changes in eating habits, using alcohol or drugs excessively, or engaging in risky behavior. Physical changes. Persistent physical aches and pains, such as headaches or backaches, which don't seem to respond to usual treatments, can also be indicative of underlying mental health issues. Changes in overall daily functioning. This can be having difficulties performing daily tasks, maintaining personal hygiene, or handling responsibilities at work, school, or home. Remember, everyone is unique, and so are their experiences with mental health. It's important to note that experiencing one or more of these signs doesn't necessarily mean you have a mental illness, but could be an indication that you might need some help. It's now time to focus on proactive ways to maintain and improve our mental health. Seek professional help when needed. Don't hesitate to reach out to a mental health professional if you're struggling. Remember, it's okay to ask for help. There are numerous resources available both offline and online, to support you. Stay connected. Engage with family and friends regularly. Healthy relationships and a strong support network can be incredibly beneficial for our mental well-being. Physical health is key. Regular physical activity, a balanced diet, and adequate sleep can do wonders for our mental health. These simple lifestyle changes can have a profound impact on our mood and energy levels. Practice mindfulness. This could be through meditation, yoga, or any other activity that helps you stay focused on the present moment. Mindfulness can help reduce stress and improve mental clarity. Limit alcohol and avoid drugs. These substances can negatively impact our mental health and can make existing problems worse. Learn to cope with stress. Find healthy coping strategies that work for you. This could be listening to music, reading a book, taking a walk, or even pursuing a hobby. Practice self-care, make time for activities you enjoy. Treat yourself with kindness and compassion. Now, let's delve into how mental health issues are treated. There's a common misconception that mental health issues are untreatable, but that's not the case. Numerous effective treatments are available and people with mental health issues can recover or at least significantly manage their symptoms to lead meaningful lives. Psychotherapy or talk therapy is a common treatment method. 
There are several types of psychotherapy, including cognitive behavioral therapy, dialectical behavior therapy, and interpersonal therapy, among others. These therapies provide tools and techniques to manage symptoms and cope with mental health issues. Medication is another form of treatment. It's usually used in combination with psychotherapy for conditions like depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, and schizophrenia. Always consult with a healthcare provider before starting, changing, or stopping a medication. Support groups can provide a safe and accepting environment for individuals to share their experiences and learn from others who are going through similar struggles. Self-care practices, like the ones we discussed in the previous segment, also play an important role in the overall treatment plan. Remember, mental health treatment is not a one-size-fits-all. It's personalized, based on the unique needs and circumstances of each individual. There are several resources available for mental health care. Mental health professionals, psychiatrists, psychologists, mental health counselors, and social workers are all trained to diagnose and treat mental health issues. They can provide psychotherapy, prescribe medication, and guide you through your mental health journey. Hotlines. Many countries have hotlines for immediate mental health assistance. These hotlines are usually free, confidential, and available 24-7. Some of these include the National Suicide Prevention, Lifeline, and the Crisis Text Line in the United States. Websites and Apps Numerous websites and apps offer resources for mental health care, including therapy services, self-help tools, and educational materials. Examples include BetterHelp, Talkspace, Headspace, and Calm. Local Community Services. Your local community may offer resources like support groups, free or low-cost clinics, and mental health workshops. Health Insurance. If you have health insurance, check your coverage for mental health services. Many insurance plans cover a portion of the cost for therapy and medication. School and Workplace. Many schools and workplaces offer mental health resources like counseling services and wellness programs. Remember, you are not alone in this journey. There are numerous resources available to support you, and it's perfectly okay to seek help. We are now going to dispel some common myths about mental health. Myths can contribute to the stigma around mental health, and by addressing them, we aim to foster a more understanding an empathetic society. Myth. Mental health problems are rare. Fact. Mental health problems are actually very common. According to the World Health Organization, one in four people in the world will be affected by mental or neurological disorders at some point in their lives. Myth. People with mental health problems are violent and unpredictable. Fact. The vast majority of people with mental health problems are no more likely to be violent than anyone else. Most violent crimes are committed by individuals who do not have mental health problems. Myth. People with mental health problems can't work. Fact. With the right support and treatment, people with mental health problems can be just as productive as other employees. Myth. People with mental health issues can't recover. Fact. 
Many people with mental health problems recover completely, and many others manage their symptoms effectively to lead fulfilling, productive lives. Myth People with mental health problems are to blame for their condition. Fact Mental health disorders are not a sign of weakness or something to be ashamed of. They can be caused by a variety of factors including genetic, biological, environmental, and psychological factors. Myth Young people don't experience mental health problems. Fact, even very young children may show early warning signs of mental health concerns. It's essential to intervene early and seek professional help when needed. Remember, knowledge is the first step to understanding. By debunking these myths, we hope to create a more empathetic and supportive environment for everyone dealing with mental health issues. Thank you for joining us today on Inner Harmony, a guide to mental well-being. Throughout this episode, we've delved into how to support someone with a mental health problem, highlighting the importance of understanding, empathy, active listening, and self-care. Remember, every step taken towards increasing understanding and reducing stigma surrounding mental health makes a significant difference. As we wrap up, I want to remind everyone that mental health matters. It's just as important as physical health, and it's crucial that we continue these discussions, not only during this podcast series, but in our everyday lives as well. The more open we are, the better we can support ourselves and the people around us. Remember, it's okay not to be okay, and seeking help is a sign of strength. Thank you for taking this journey with us. Until next time, take care and keep growing.